Kids on our podcast where we focus on entrepreneurs and creatives in the community. Today, we have a coach, what I consider a dear friend, former teammate, and I would consider him a community leader as well, man. Jake Honeycutt. Yes, sir. What's yes, up, sir. man? How you living, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Oh, God. Yeah. Ain't nothing good to see you, bro. Yeah, it's been a little minute. Can I ask something real quick though? Oh yeah, of course. Bro. Right here. I, mean, I know we in the, I know we in the, you feel me in the, in the pod or whatnot. Bro, why you, bro? You you forgot about me, bro? I definitely did. <laughs> I, I definitely it's did. Right. It's alright, y'all know. I me. was so eager to introduce Jake. My bad, bro. Y'all know me. I ain't even introduced I'm, myself. I'm Josh Brunson. I'm big, bro. Uh, you know and this is the kid on Doc Podcast. Yeah. Hey, my bad. I'm a little rusty, bro. It's been a minute. My bad. It's been a long day, bro. My bad. So, Jake. What's good with you? What's coming up, man? What's coming up? What you got coming up on the 21st? May 21st, Josh Level Classic. Yeah. Dudley High School. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I'm excited about it. Um, first time having an event in three years. Yeah. So, um, it's a whole big process putting it together. It's a whole big process putting together the six years before that. But... Um, taking a break for three years and kind of like, I mean, the name's not hot right now, right. Um, but we're marketing it. We got some really good players playing in it, and it's going to be a show, man. We're ready for the community to come out. It's always a show. Just give us folks, I guess, the backstory of what the Josh Lovell Classic, Classic is. Yeah, for sure. So in 2013, um, Josh Lovell was one of the best basketball players, in my opinion, in the country. You know, he had Division One offers, and um, he, he was a high major recruit as a freshman, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he, he got hurt a little bit. His recruiting dipped a little bit. But, like, when you look at Theo Pinson, who was arguably the number one player in his class at the time, you look at Josh Level, I thought Josh was more well-rounded at the time. So, um, you know, I worked at Carolina for a little bit, and we can talk about that a little bit later. Right. Um, Hubert Davis was my head coach, and I talked to Coach Davis about Josh. And, and before Coach Davis, he was at ESPN. He's working there. He's like, the first call he made when he got the Carolina job was calling Josh Level. Um, which goes a long way for me, kind of like showing how good of a player he was. Right. Besides that, he was a better person than he was a player. Right. I mean, smiling, energy was great. Um, you know, good community guys, family was great, high level person, high level family. Uh, and then he passed away uh, February 2013 from myocarditis, which was a viral infection that attacked his heart mm-hmm. uh, mid game. Um, and the ambulance didn't get there in time to save him. There wasn't an AED in the gym. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, he passed, I think, on the way to the hospital or something like that. Right. Um, but then for uh, one of my close friends to this day, Kanao obi Rapu, was Josh Lovell's best friend and his teammate at the time. So he, right. he, he was there. He witnessed everything. Uh, he was one of the big reasons Josh transferred to New Garden that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and for his senior project, because at New Garden, we got to do a senior project every year for you to graduate. Right. Um, so people do different stuff. But Kanao was just crazy creative. You know, he start, thought of the idea of doing like a charity basketball game mm-hmm. uh, in Josh's honor. So... Um, like I said, Josh was a really good player, and Canal was a really good player too. So by default, all their best friends are really good at basketball. So um, that first year, you had Theo Pinson, who's with the Dallas Mavericks right now, mm-hmm. Caleb and Cody Martin, who are one of them with the Heat, playing in the playoffs like right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his brothers were still with Charlotte, I think. And a bunch of other Division One guys like Ty Graves, um, I think. A long list. We really yeah, it's a crazy list. Yeah, the first year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then from there, like, it really took off, like, in the six six years that we had it from 2014 to 2019. Uh, 16 guys that played in the event went on to play in the NBA. Uh, and then over 100 Division One players. And, I mean, just list full of guys. And then 
Uh, one, one thing when I kind of came on and Kanal asked me to kind of help take over the event in 2017 when he was still playing college basketball mm -hmm. uh, was I wanted to add the charity aspect of it too. I wanted it to be about the community. So um, that's when we formed the Smile for Josh Foundation, which mm -hmm. is where all the money goes uh, from the Josh Level Classic. And like I said, we can talk about a little bit more throughout the podcast, but um, I've never made a dollar off the Josh Level Classic or the Smile right. for Josh Foundation. Um, right. People can make salaries uh, working nonprofits. Right. Some people make six figures and to M's working nonprofit. I've never taken a dollar and I'm not saying it's frowned upon to do it. I'm just saying the foundation, the game isn't the point where I want to take that right, right. now. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to build it the right way. Um, but yeah, we started the Smile for Dodge Foundation and do different work with, throughout the community with uh, inner city youth, community initiative, community events, and uh, just trying to you know raise awareness of like cardiac health risks in mm -hmm. high school student athletes. So um, it's been a minute, you know, and not having an event in three years. Um, we're still doing like we still have a community scholarship that we've been doing but not having that event which is our main fundraiser has kind of and then on top of covid has kind of took away our not ability but um i guess our activity in the community mm -hmm. and we're really trying to get back to that after the game so mm -hmm. i'm excited about it me For too sure. definitely i'm, I'm calling yeah. out of work I was watching, I forgot what game I was watching. It was, I was watching the other night, but I was talking to Josh. I was just like, like, damn, like, oh, it's crazy that like a bunch of these guys, you know what I'm saying, was at the Josh Level Classic or played in the Josh Level Classic. And I was like, we was, we was just doing some, some pre-gaming pre for the podcast. Right. And I was just like, damn, like, it's really crazy, you know what I'm saying, how much talent, you know what I'm saying, that Jake, and you know, his whole team was able to like bring together so like yeah, for sure. I'm uh, hey, bro. I'm I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Know appreciate, what it, appreciate, hey, it, appreciate it. I'm giving you flowers for yeah. sure. Cause like every time, man. Like that's that's not easy to do. You feel me? I, yeah. I don't know how many five star guys I know. <laughs> but nah, that's, nah, that's, that's that's dope, bro. Like appreciate it. I, I I really commend you know what I'm saying what y'all doing over there at Josh Level Classic and and you know what I'm saying the whole foundation small for Josh and everything. So appreciate it. Yeah, bro. I just I just wanted to give yeah. you flowers right there. Make bro. sure y'all. Pull up, Jeff, for sure. Pull up. Yeah, pull, pull up, up for sure. It's gonna you be said, what day? May 21st. May 21st. Delhi High. Yeah. Doors open at 4.30. So mm -hmm. we're doing a little something different this year. Where we're going to have uh, two games. We're going to have a Rising Stars game mm -hmm. for the best 8th and ninth graders uh, in the state of North Carolina. That's hard. Uh, for a few reasons. Like, you know, one, trying to get more people in the, in the gym. Right. Two, trying to build a relationships with the kids and their families early since we haven't been around, you know what I'm saying, as much the past few years. Um, and, you know, just try something new. And, and uh, see what we can do. So that game will start at five. Uh, dunk contest at six thirty, and then the national game, the twenty twenty two Josh Level Classic, is at seven p.m. So pull up for sure. Hey man, hey, y'all be a show. Y'all might want to get. Y'all might want to get there early. For sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> In the past, I will say, Josh Level Classic has been packed, packed yeah, like, packed house, standing room only. Mm -hmm. So get there, get there. We trying to get over that hump from standing room only to sell out. That's what we're trying to get nobody else to get in the gym. That's, uh, that's our goal, man. And whether that happens this year or next year, um, that's, that's one of my happen. my main motivations yeah, is to get there. Happen. Yeah. Be there or be square. For sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, Jay, let me, let me ask you this, man. When, when did you start coaching? Was it around that time frame? It wasn't around man, that time frame. That's what a really it? good question because there's so many different ways to look at it. Because um, when we were in like, high school together, like I was coaching at camps. Right. Um, yeah, so when I was... You telling me something I ain't know, bro. Yeah, when I, I think I was like 15, 16. I, think I remember that, bro. Um, dude named Keno. was a crazy guy. I love him to death. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he used to be around Wesley and Harry Giles and Theo. Uh, Goodheart 
Um, he held like a, it's called like the Earl Lloyd basketball camp at like the Ragsdale YMCA. Mm-hmm. And Earl Lloyd was like the first black player to play in the NBA. So mm-hmm. he's kind of like Keno's like role model. Right. Um, Keno like always saw like, cause you know, y'all know, I, like, I used to work out crazy. Like, oh, two my days, two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. But um, he knew like I knew what I was doing. So like, you know, he asked me like if I'd be interested in working this camp. He was like, I can't pay you. Uh, he paid me in like sheets coupons the first day, like the first day, yeah, which is crazy. It was like, you could get whatever you wanted from sheets. Like you were getting like $30, like food, like it's crazy. Um, it was a deal, man. You was like, what, 16? Yeah, I was like 16. Yeah. I needed something to eat. I was going to get the gym all day anyway. You know what I'm saying? Might so, as well. Might as well. Um, so I did that when I was like 15, 16, maybe 17. Um, did that for a few summers. And then um, I got my first coaching, my first coaching job actually was coaching soccer. Which not many people know that. Um, my senior year of high school. Um, Did you play soccer in high school? I, I, I was about to, yeah, I've never played soccer. My senior year <laughs> of high school, my uh, our coach and athletic director, the same person, Phil Tockman, uh, made the whole basketball team play soccer to get in shape, and they needed players on the soccer team. Wow. So, like, my big man, O.C. Smart, who just finished up at college in Charleston, is like 6'8", muscular, yeah. long arms. Out there on the soccer Playing team. soccer. He was Nigerian, so he was cold. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, like, he didn't have no business playing soccer. Dude named Zizo was out there playing soccer. Like, six, like it, was, it was crazy. But I played, um, and we were actually straight. You know what I mean? Like, I played hard. Like, we beat, up, like, two public schools. Which is <laughs> just crazy. Like, a small private school. Like, <laughs> yeah. First time doing anything. Yeah. So, um, you know, and this kind of whole story about what happened after that, kind of like with my high school, my college decision, everything like that. Um, but I stayed around Greensboro. Um, and, uh, I was working in a place called Replacements Limited at the time, mm-hmm. and like the owners of that basically like owned New Garden, like they mm-hmm. owned the school. Um, and then the president of the uh, the company coached the soccer team the next year because like the kid, the guys' uh, sons that were playing on the team, like they needed a coach or whatever because the old coach had left. He took a job with the Greensboro Swarm, so they needed a coach. And he'd ask me like, you know, Jake, like you, you know, you're high character. Like I know you don't really know much about soccer, but you played it last year. The kids respect you. Like, can you help me? They're like, come on. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Like, because yeah. I was like, at that point in my life, like, I was kind of like checked out of basketball because, um, like, I didn't play college basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of hurt my back, and then, like, stuff didn't really work out, didn't go my way. And it's it was the a third time. Yeah. Man, this is a sign we done heard. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. This is the third time we <laughs> heard back problems. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah, bro. It, just, <laughs> yeah. it just reminded me to, like, put nah, yeah. <laughs> that's all nah, we, can, we can talk more about that whole senior high school because that was, that was crazy, too. But I decided, like, not to pursue college basketball. So I was kind of, like, lost a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, my high school coach had asked me to come coach uh, basketball after the season. I'm like, nah, Phil, I don't really want to do it. Like, I'm kind of, like, done with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of done with basketball. Um, but I enjoyed coaching soccer. And then Phil, he was like, you sure you don't want to coach? And I thought about it. And I decided to take the, the coaching job at New Garden. Um, I coached, I was an assistant for varsity for two years. Um, I coached like the fifth and sixth grade team, like as a head coach of that. And I was like 20 years old at the time. Um, so I guess to answer your question, I really got my first coaching. No, I coached Wild League too. I've coached every level of basketball. Wild League, camps, fifth and sixth grade, yeah. middle school. So you've really been coaching since you was 15. Really been coaching since I was 15. And then I guess like coaching teams since I was like 18 like wild league stuff like that wow. so to answer your question I know that's a long answer but I've been yeah. coaching for a minute <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. yeah that's crazy bro yeah damn yeah. so like I went so so you you can, you can go ahead and speak on um that senior year and like cause I really wanna know like cause if y'all don't know I mean it, Jake you, you are a UNC alone yeah <laughs> that's that's prestigious <laughs> prestigious yeah something but, like that uh, yeah um, yeah, just just take us through, you know, since senior year into into 
graduating, you know, from Carolina, and then after, I mean, after that, yeah, this is a long story. Yeah, I'll give you the gist. So, like, I mean, y'all, y'all knew, like, y'all knew me coming up. Like, all I wanted to do was play basketball. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all saw, like, that's all I ever wanted to do was work out, train, do all that good stuff. Um, man, and and I was, I mean, I was being honest. Like, I was pretty good, especially when we was kids, because yeah. I just felt like I was so much more skilled than everybody else. Like I was just more. You advanced. had that, bro. You had it. You had that drive, dog. Like, yeah, but you put in the work. Yeah, like, yeah I put in the work. That's one thing that I always, you know, what I'm saying, committed about Jake, because it's like he might, you, you know, what I'm saying, like when you when you, you sometimes you don't pass the eye test. Yeah, you feel me. Yeah. Sometimes you don't pass the eye test. You know this coaching, absolutely. JB, you know this. You know, what I'm saying, just watching basketball. Sometimes you just don't pass the eye test. But like yeah. the one thing that like I always commended about Jake is like. Bro, he has some cones, whatever else he needs. Like, Jake, was, Jake was gonna outwork you like every single time, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, I mean, I just commend you, but yeah, keep on going, bro. Yeah, so like, I mean, I was pretty good when I was a kid, like, um, and then I like first few years of high school weren't great, and I went to Grimsley. I played varsity like my mm. second, my sophomore year. Um, which I mean, it's cool or whatever. Uh, and then I reclass and went to New Garden. Part of the reason I wanted to go to New Garden was to reclass, and part of it was to go play with like high, like they had big men, like right. Josh Level went there, and like mm -hmm. your friends and everything like that. Kanaya was getting recruited by so many high major schools at the they, time. Yeah, they, played, like, they played a pretty good schedule. They played too. a really good schedule, yeah. yeah. And that was before like, all these other like schools just kind of popped right, up. Right, right. Um, so I was like, man, it's a good opportunity. So I went there and reclass, but I mean, I played with. My big man that year went. He went to Buffalo, and then went to did a grad transfer year at Wake Forest. Kanayo mm -hmm. was one of the best high school basketball players I ever I ever saw, but he never passed the ball. Um, Kane he, ended he up walking. Up 60, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kane ended up walking on to Carolina. Right. Uh, we had a few other college level guys like OC went on to play at College of Charles and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I, I played a solid amount, but I didn't really like have a role like to get busy. Like I feel like I'd taken the next step in my game. Like I got stronger. Like. Right. And I kind of like, cause I used to have like anxiety playing the game sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it just happened. Right. Um, especially like when stuff wasn't going my way when I was like 16 and 17 play, or 16 when I was playing at Grimsley, like kind of like the flow wasn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was getting it back. I went to a few camps over the summer, played really, really good, started getting a little bit of recruitment here and there. And then I hurt my back. Um, yeah, I had a, well, mm -hmm. a few doctors said a few different things like bulging discs. Some said like an imbalance of SI joint. Some said um a few different things yeah it was just crazy so nobody really knew exactly what was wrong yeah my back was messed up and like my whole thing is like i wasn't six seven athletic and this and like it's not like i could just stop playing and then come back and be like still do what i do like right. bro, like my whole thing was like for me to even be average mm -hmm. like i had to work two times harder than everybody 10 two times harder whatever you want to say harder than everybody else mm -hmm. um so missing that amount of time really hurt like i wasn't able to really work out like i really wanted to right. um so I didn't play my whole junior year. Didn't play AAU, none of that. Mm -hmm. um, just couldn't play. You know what I'm saying? So I came back my senior year. Like we had a pretty good team. Um, like we were solid. A few, like a few D1 guys. You guys went D2, stuff like that. And I had a pretty solid senior year, but I was never like the same. Right. You know what I mean? It was and just a little bit off. It was a little bit off. Like my feel wasn't right. You know what 100%. I mean? Yeah, it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? I kind of went. Cause I felt like I transitioned to like point guard, and then I kind of like I played a little bit of point guard, but it's more just like catch and shoot. I was mm -hmm. like, you know, I, was, I did put all this work to become a point guard and then right. I can't even move to play point guard anymore. Right. So, um, but I still had a solid senior. I think I averaged like eight or nine points. Like we were a solid team, uh, everything like that. But mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't what you expected as like a reclass senior. Like you want to have like a great senior year to go out and ball right. out. Um, so my uh, coach Phil, who had, he was he was around like D1 sports when they had like John Wall, Quincy Miller, Deuce Bello. 
he was at Westchester with Quincy Miller and Deuce, so he was plugged. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, he um, he kind of put me on. I was going to go to uh, UNLV out in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. um, and he had just sent Ike Nwamu out there as a grad transfer. He had, the year before, he had beat uh, Duke in NCAA tournament, right. went to Mercer and everything like that, and. Uh, you know, he was getting recruited by Oregon and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, UNLV, obviously, and a few other schools is a grad right. transfer. So he had sent, sent Ike out there. He was like, Jake, um, you know, I have a good relationship with the coaching staff. Um, I think I can get you a walk-on spot. And he's like, for you, like, I know you really want to play, but, like, the business of basketball, whatever that is, whether it's coaching, agency work, marketing, like, whatever you want to do. With, like, mm -hmm. like, there's NBA Summer League out there. Um, like UNLV is a good program. Like, they had, had, like, a history of basketball and everything like that. Right. Um, like, and I have a good relationship. I think I can get you on. I'm like, okay, cool, perfect, this and that. And he's like, worst case scenario, you'd be out there, like, do, do the manager thing for a little bit and then get a GA after that. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm good enough to walk on. Like, you know, we'll figure it out. Right. Um, and then the whole coaching staff gets fired. So I got accepted into the Honors College. Like, like I was going to get scholarship money. Like, I was going to go out there during summer. Like, it was all worked out. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was essentially as close to a done deal. Like, besides me putting down a tuition deposit or something like that, yeah. as close to a done deal as possible. Um, and then so you was out there at the time? No, no, no. no. Oh, it, was like, it was like March, my senior year. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. It's where I was going. Like that's where I was like, people would ask me, where I'm like, I'm going to UNLV. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so then that just kind of shook up everything. Um, I got accepted to like Appalachian State, and I had already kind of like checked out. Like I'm not playing. Like I had a few like Division threes that were like interested in me, mm -hmm. but like nobody like because I mean it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, because you played at William Peace, like yeah, you, you know how it is. Like, and I felt like if my if I wasn't the same player, like in my fire and kind of love for it was gone, like you don't need to be doing. It. Yeah, if and, I can, and that business of basketball is definitely real. Though. It's, it's, like, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so um, so I'm like, man, I don't even know what I want, want to do. So um, I decided to do the community college thing for two years, okay. and it was uh, besides going to New Garden, I would say it's probably the second best decision I ever made in my life. Because uh, I was able to save money, stay here at the crib. Like, I, I got a job, like I told you about, working at right. replacements. I was making solid money. Yeah. Uh, I was able to coach. Um, and then that's when the Josh Level stuff started. Because if I hadn't been in Greensboro, I wouldn't have been able to, like, when Canal came to me in, what, March 2017 to ask me to run the Josh Level Classic for him, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Well, you know, I've been somewhere you'd, else. Yeah, you'd been in Las Vegas. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, just had too much stuff going on. Um so I did that for two years, and I made straight A's because I, I knew where I, I wanted to go to Carolina. Um, at that time, Lucas uh, Bachnight, y'all know Lucas, yeah. uh, played at Grimsley. He was playing on the JV team. Miss out the ball. Yeah, he gets you that ball, right? Oh, my God. He gets you that ball, man. I, shoot, if he would have took basketball serious, he could have played. Like, he he would have been a scholarship player for college. He didn't even take it serious and could shoot yeah, like that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, he didn't take it serious at all. He didn't take it serious. Um... But he was out there, and then, like, my other close friend, the high school teammate, Kane, was out there. They were both playing on the JV team at the time. I'm like, man, I can go out there, and I can try and coach on the JV team. But I was like, man, first, I got to get into the school. Carolina's super hard to get into. Mm -hmm. I didn't get in out of high school, and it like, broke my heart. Like, bro, I had, like, straight A's at New Garden the last three years. Like, I didn't even get in. Um, yeah, so I was like, shoot, I cannot leave any doubt that I'm good enough to go to Carolina. Right. So, um I made straight A's for those two years while I was there. I had a job, and that's when we started Josh Level and everything like that and the charity and everything. Um, so luckily I got accepted. Um, then getting a job there was kind of insane. I went and, and worked a camp. And I thought I was going to be doing basketball stuff. Um, but <laughs> I was the dorm staff, meaning 
you're babysitting the kids when they're in the dorms, walking them to like, it had nothing to do with basketball. Like I thought Kane was putting me on to do this, but they were like, yeah, we can't have somebody doing the drills until you've graduated college. He's like, oh, I was like, okay, well, this is my chance to still get a little bit of FaceTime with Coach Davis and everything right. like that. Yeah. Cause this is a huge camp. It's like thousands of kids go every year. Right, they yeah. fill up all yeah. these dorms yeah. and this and that. Um, so man, like I'm just grinding. Like you get up at like 6 a.m. and you're done at 11 p.m. And it's like 15 minutes, like you're eating your food like outside. Cause you got like, when the kids come back, like you're sitting outside in like the heat of the summertime, like yeah. in little like lawn chairs, making sure they don't leave the dorms right. and like go wander around the Chapel Hill. What's the age group? For all the way from like eight to 17. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. That, that process was crazy. Um, I talked with Coach Davis a few times. So I snuck out and went with Kane to like the summer pickup with all the alums come and play. Uh, everything like that, like that, and I met with Coach Davis. He wouldn't give me like a straight up answer. And I got into the school. I was like, you know, because I met with him uh, prior during the year at the JV game. Like, you know, if I get into the school, I want to come here. And like Lucas and Kane putting a good word for me. We had talked, and um, and I kind of got some more FaceTime with him at camp. Still no answer. Um, hit him up when school started. Like, kind of still beating around the bush. Um, so finally, like, I went to an interest meeting. Like, I still like the season was about to start. Yeah. What was what was his role back? What was Coach like, Davis? Yeah. Uh, so he was the head JV coach, and he was uh, assistant coach for the varsity for Coach okay, Williams. Right, yeah. Right, so right. he was still like his main because his main job was to coach, like being assistant coach for right. Coach Williams. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, went to the interest meeting, and there's a bunch of managers there, and like the guys that wanted to try out. I was like, man, I just need like to get this done. And mm-hmm. I went and met with them like after like waiting the line, you know, like when like you got to try out to make the JV team. So everybody's trying to suck up, like shake his hand after, right, like, hey, yeah. coach, my name is this and that, just to like to put a face to a name. And I met with them and talked. He was like, okay, yeah, Jake, I, I'm not really sure. Like Kendall Marshall was there at the time. He's like, Kendall Marshall might be my assistant coach and this and that. Um, Still messing around, beating around. Yeah, the beating around the bush. And this is like the interest, <laughs> the interest meeting before the season, like yeah. the tryouts were like in two weeks. Yeah. So first tryout, like I wasn't there. Um, like he, he didn't reach out He never, he didn't let me know anything. And then the night after the first tryout, uh, I got a text from coach Davis say, Hey Jake, if you're still interested, I want you to come coach with me, uh, and be a part of the program or anything like that. So I took it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I took it like, like, literally, I came this ball. I came this ball, you know what I mean? But like, considering like my whole, like the plan from when I started community college was to go and coach at Carolina JV, basically, um, and I didn't get the job until after the season to start, like after tryouts, mm-hmm. kind of just solidify like my belief in myself and my belief, like go get what you want. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. people going to tell you, no, people going to beat around the bush, like go get what you want. You know right. what I mean? And like, I was persistent and I was never like, there's ways to do it. Like some people are just weird and annoying about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super strategic and where I was going to be at a certain time and make sure I put my word in and make sure I got my FaceTime. Um, but I never like, like forced it, you know what I right. mean? Um, and never tried to be annoying and this or that, but I did want to make sure like it was known that's where I wanted I'm to be. Serious. Yeah, I'm yeah. serious about it. Like this is right. what I'm here for. Um, so I did that for two years while I was at Carolina, um, which was an amazing experience. Um, you know, like I said, Coach Davis's role, like he was a big time recruiter, so he was gone a lot. Right. So when he's gone recruiting for Coach Williams, like I'm running practice. So when I'm, tw- I think I was 22 at the time, and like I'm coaching guys that are 23 that are seniors that are older than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys that, I mean, the guys that are there, 19, 20, 21, like they're all around my age. Um, but people knew, I knew what I was talking about. Right. Um, they respected me. They could see that early. Um, I was kind of like their go-to guy for skill development, like work them out. Right. You got to earn their respect. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with coaching whoever. You got to earn their respect. And once you see, like, they see that they're... Just like on the court. Yeah, just absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, 
we were able to sit behind the bench for the, the varsity game. So I was behind the bench for every single Carolina game for two years. I went to all Coach Williams' uh, practices my mm-hmm. senior year and everything like that. Um, and it was just an amazing experience. And then from there, um, graduated, but I graduated during the COVID year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, it. Okay, yeah, so graduated uh, 2020. So, so, you, so basically, you didn't really have a graduation. I didn't have a graduation, no. Nah, never had a graduation. And they, they made another one, like, uh, October 2021, yeah. but, like... It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Like, I, I didn't even go. I was like, like, that wouldn't even be for me. Right, like, just, yeah. just put, they, they sent it in the mail, like, I was just, cool. Just yeah. my piece of paper. I got right. it. Say, say, Jake Honeycutt, Carolina. You know yeah, but I was cool yeah. with it. I was cool with it. So, I graduated during that. Was looking for some, like, college, like, graduate assistant jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but with no Final Four, nobody really, like, people thought the world was ended. You know what I mean? So, like, nobody really, <laughs> like, nobody knew what was going on. I didn't really get nothing. Um, so, um, Coach Lowe, who uh, coached Moravian Prep with Josh Hall and Shaquille Moore and a bunch mm-hmm. of those guys, they were the best team in North Carolina, 2019-2020. Uh, uh, he took a job with Winston Christian and, um, he had, I had like reached out to him because he put something on Twitter because I didn't like we knew each other but not like like we weren't like friends yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying so he was like paid coaching position I thought he was talking about like an assistant coaching job for like like a thousand dollars or something like that but I was like man I, I need to do something because he had like shoot six or seven D1 guys already transferring into the school so I'm like shoot right. I want to be around talent right um, like it's a good spot like it's a real school you know what I mean because there's a bunch of pop-up schools here and there um, it was a good spot for me um, he hit me back it was like the, it's the head postgrad coach so for those who aren't familiar, like postgrads for guys that have already graduated high school that want to try and do an extra year to help their recruitment, change mm-hmm. their body, work on their game, and then maybe get a f- take a the few classes, chance, get grades right. up. Last chance, 100%, 100%. And we get a bunch of internationals too. So um, so guys coming from all over the world. And, and I was like, oh, wow, like being a head coach at time 23 years old, postgraduate coaching 18, 19, some 20-year-olds, some of the internationals are 20. Right. Um, I'm like, oh, wow. So I took it. Um, it was a good spot for me. And I've been there the past two years and it's, it's been great man being able to be a head coach be sure. an assistant coach with a national team or a high level talent uh coach the middle school team too coach the AU team there so I coach four teams and you really and Jake, yeah it really Jake makes a hard yeah. worker bro like, yeah, I appreciate it a hard worker but, now, now let me let me ask you this yeah, like, you was talking about um you was talking about like during the COVID year and whatnot like what was it what was it like like coaching and recruiting, you know what I'm saying, from from that Carolina spot to, you know what I'm saying, now West Salem Christian. Yeah. Like what was that what was that like? Like recruiting during that during that COVID time? It sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the way cause like the way postgrad worked, I mean that whole process, like I me, mean, it was my first year doing it. Yeah. But that whole cause postgrad, like you all like we have a team house. So like they all stay with me for like the seven months that they're there. Um, you ever spaz on one of them little boys? Huh? All the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different side of me. Like you, you, see, you got some coach brown. Yeah. You got some coach brown. Oh, for sure. When JJ Madden get red. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Um, but uh, shoot, yeah, that whole COVID thing because it's like we were getting games canceled. Like nobody really knew what to do. Um, like you had to play a mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Um, but like recruiting, like college coaches couldn't come watch you play. Um, like no division one coaches, like division twos and division one or division threes and JUCOs and stuff like that could come watch. But still, like suit, some were like still scared of it. Like it was still right. like a few months old or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, it was hard, man. Um, but for me, like. We were just in the gym all the time. Like, we, we, yeah, we I yeah, I saw that. I think I, worked, I, I, think yeah. I, I think I saw yeah. on Twitter one time, like, Jake and them was in, like, they was in the gym at, like, midnight. Yeah, midnight, like, like a Friday. Like, that's, like, really, that's, like, really, like, unheard of for 
uh, like for high school or even like post grad, you know. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, I think I only knew of one post grad before you know what I'm saying before you. You yeah. mentioned it. Uh, it was over at uh, it's Delaney School. I forgot what. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is now, but well, Delaney. So Delaney, Delaney is actually at Winston Christian. Oh wow! But yeah, he's just he's just a coach. Like he's not over it like he was at New Hope. Right. Like, he's, okay, yeah, New Hope. That's what it was. Yeah, it's yeah. like New Hope and Townsville Prep, and right. they had a bunch of names. It's not a couple different schools. It's not the same situation because Winston and Christian's been in school for forty years. So Delaney's wow. over the girls' side okay. of like just the basketball. Like yeah. we have other sports, and just kids that go to the school to go to the school and everything okay. like that. But. Um, yeah, like the post grad, like it, it, coaches couldn't really come watch in person. Like you had to send out all this video. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was hard, man. But um, I think for me, having having that as my first year, it helped me grow a lot because like it was hard. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean, like it's not going to be another situation. Well, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed that nothing like that happens right, again in our yeah. lifetime. Right. You know what I mean? And if if it does, like hopefully I'm not still coaching. Hopefully I'm like seventy, <laughs> kind of retired. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But it was uh, it was just crazy. It was just crazy having to. Uh, all the because everybody wanted to act like they had like health and safety protocols, right. like like disinfecting this and wearing your mask at this yeah. time. But like that really, I mean, the mask thing helps, but like some of the other stuff, like well, it's just to say that you were doing yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? And it just made so many like there were like events we would go to, like they were trying like, and this is just an example is like once you play your game, you have to like leave instead of hanging out in the gym. And it's just like you can't really enforce. It. It's just like small stuff like that mm-hmm. that would just happen everywhere you went. And it's like I said, teams were canceling games, and some of them were just canceling, just duck smoke. You know what I mean? Like this is like, oh, we got COVID, like we're not gonna yeah. play, like, but they didn't. But they just yeah, like, smoke. Yeah, man. so it was um, it was a good experience. So just to be able to learn from it, but I'm, I'm glad we're for the most part like past that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Let me ask you this, bro. Yeah. I'm think, man. I was a while back. I thought about. I don't know. I love basketball. I was like, man, maybe I should go coach a dud or train. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mm. Gave that up. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. You was talking about the stresses of like that COVID year, being the coach and whatnot. So, what are the daily, the typical stresses of a coach? Um. So for me, like coaching all these different teams, it's different for every team. Yeah. Um. I think for coaching post grad, like like you said, it's their last chance. So it's like get them recruited, get them recruited, get them recruited, post right. their stuff, post on Twitter, reach out to this coach, reach out to this coach. So it's at that level right there, it's not more it's not more about like the wins. No, the it's not. The program. It's really just about getting the kids. Getting the kids recruited. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So for post grad, yeah. Then like on the national team, like you know, you got six, seven, eight division one guys, like you lose a game, like people are just talking crazy, like it's like the end of the world. So like right. for the national team where I'm assistant, it's like win, 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 win. Right. And then I coach middle school. And that's like teach, just teach. It's different, and I enjoy that separation. Um, but I think it's different stresses or different concerns with every level. With post grads, like it's your last chance. You got a few Americans, you got a bunch of internationals. They're all staying in the same house together. It's like make sure they're not smoking weed and having sex and doing this <laughs> and that. Yeah, you know I mean, doing, yeah, doing right. this and that. Like you got, you got really. Be they they chaperone. I'm like, their dad. Like, I take them grocery yeah, shopping yeah. on Sunday nights. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like remember the who is your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> is this your daddy's team? Yeah, this is your daddy's team. It's uh, it's a lot, man. Um, so like for each team is different. Like you, like me, kind of like being like the head coach. It's like the discipline of it because you're trying to like 
build like build a culture like because mm-hmm. you like it's it's hard post grad because they're only there for a year but you want to have a standard that you set that like when you come play for me like you know you're gonna get this you're gonna get that like I'm gonna coach you hard I'm gonna hold you accountable like we're gonna do skill development and we're gonna play like the best schedule I can get you like mm-hmm. this past year we played seven teams ranked in the top twenty five in the country that's um, wild you know what I'm saying so um, I guess the concerns like with me is one just making sure like off the court they're like good people you right. know what I'm saying because they're not just representing themselves like. They're from all over the world. They represent their country. They represent their family. They represent Winston Christian while they're here. They represent mm-hmm. me. Because if something happens, like, because they, like, it's a little bit different because they're not full-time students. So if something happens, like, say they get in trouble off the court, like, they're going to be like, Jake, what happened? Like, because yeah, it's kind of, it comes back to me because yeah. like, I'm supposed, like, I'm their dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, um, it's a lot. And then obviously just kind of, I mean, the on the court stuff, it's just making sure everybody mentally locked in. Because, I mean, the physical stuff, like, Unless you like a, a top twenty, you know whatever team, like you're going to be outside. You might be play against guys that are more athletic. Um, just teaching the game the right right way and just trying to find the right scheme that works. But for me, um, I don't really stress about it too much. Like I mean, I I love what I'm doing. Like it's uh, it's fun for me. Um, but just trying to build the best character and the best young man I can. Right. Yeah. So, so like. Knowing, knowing, like coming from a culture like Carolina, yeah, and being up under like Hubert Davis, and you mm. know, saying watch, um, watching Roy coach, mm. like knowing, you know, saying knowing the, the the like where you came from, you know, what I'm saying from New Light to Grimsley, yeah. you know, what I'm saying the New Garden, and the way you took the game of basketball, like how does, like how does, how does that. Like how does that make like how does that make you feel knowing that you know what I'm saying that you know you know came from, right, from great programs and like you like does that does that instill a certain type of coaching a, co- yeah. a certain type of culture that like, like yeah. how does that work yeah I mean for me I've been around so many different types of people right. like Coach Brown was crazy. But he cared so much. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he cared. You could deal with Right. I mean, yeah. Like, he, bro, like. He's a, he's a lunatic, but he, he's coming he, from a good spot. He yeah. Cares, he cares, man. To be a lunatic around you. <laughs> and I respond like hard coach. Like, I want people to keep it hot with me 100%. Like, if I'm in the wrong, you're like, you let me know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and how much he cared, how passionate he was. Mm-hmm. And then, like. Um, kind of like seeing the guys that came before us, like I mean, like the Jordan Hanner, right. like the Brandon Clyburn, like Tracy, Tracy yeah. everybody like that, Terrell Leach, um, like they just kind of set the standard, like because like, they. That was one of the most underrated AE teams I ever did see. Um, bro. They were so good. <laughs> they had everything. Everything. Yeah. Shout out New Light Disciples. We we yeah, all know you know, every, yeah, every 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 good player in Greensboro. Or even, I can't really say all the North Carolina, but yeah. some of the greats that it came out of. It was like the underdogs of like the triad area. Right. Right? Yeah. Like we just played with just, a different chip. We played with a chip, man. Yeah. We, we practiced on carpet. Now they're a little spoiled yeah. and got some hardwood, but we practiced on yeah. carpet. like Carpet burns. Coach Brown cussing us out in the church. Like, by the uh, pastor's son. <laughs> We're getting cursed out, but one yeah. he, cares. he cares. He cares. He cares. So I kind of like took a little bit of that. Um, Phil at Newgarden was the best teacher mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and that includes Carolina. Oh wow! Um, like the, his attention to detail, how smart he was, and then like I kind of took from him like how much he cared off the court, mm-hmm. like how much he he made me a better man, how much he cared about all the, my other teammates, like how he wanted to put me on game, how he wanted to put me on my, like, you know what I mean? Like, just helped me grow so right. much as a young man. Yeah. So I took more off the court from Phil. Um, 
then Grimsy, I, I rock with Grimsy. I'm beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, it, that wasn't the right place for me, like on or off the court. I didn't really like it like that. Um, and then going to Carolina, so my first year I worked for Coach Davis, and Coach Davis is by far the best motivator I've ever seen in my life. The mm -hmm. stories he has, his emotion, like, it's like, it's incredible. The way mm -hmm. he motivated and the way, and this is the, I mean, he played in the NBA for 12 years. He worked for ESPN. Like, he, you know, worked it for, like, I mean, he worked it for Coach Williams. Like, mm -hmm. he played for Dean Smith. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, right. it was just incredible. And he was just, his character as well was just that. Like he doesn't cur like cuss or anything, mm -hmm. and and that's like an example of like character, I guess. But like just how much he cared about the JV guys as much as the varsity guys. Like, um, like he didn't have to do that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And it's like the emotion and the joy he showed us, and it's just the culture, like the, 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 the love. respect for the for yeah. the culture, the brand, of the school. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, love, really just for the game. Yeah, love yeah. for the game for real. You know, yeah. Right? So that was that was huge for me. And then my second year. I coached under Brad Frederick, who's another assistant for Carolina, a uh, white guy. He's still there. Um, he was the best X's and O's coach I've ever seen. We're going to take a little bit of that from uh, from him. And now at Winston Christian, Coach Lowe is our director of basketball. Mm -hmm. um, and he's the best recruiter I've ever seen. And he's somebody that puts the kids before himself, right. but also holds them accountable. Like, he's going to let you know what it is. He's going to cuss you out. Like, he done seen a lot, been through a lot. Like... And he kind of coaches with a chip on his shoulder, too. And right. I kind of took that same chip and his ability to just go get it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So just combining all those, I mean, I felt like I've kind of been able to been able to call myself my own my own role, my own, like, culture up to this, like, short part of my career. Right. Yeah. So if it's a culture that's similar to yours, all-time basketball, who, who would it? Jeez, that's a good question. Yeah. Hmm. Coach K, Coach Cal. I mean, honestly, oh, like with, with <laughs> yeah, I would say like with post grad, it's so different. Like, cause it's called hard to establish a culture because right. guys are there for one year. So if you want to look like the one and done model, like Kentucky did that. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the, the kids okay. are there for seven years. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, not seven years, seven months. Yeah, there for seven months. Like you come in, you, your goal when you come to Kentucky is to be a pro. Right. Um, right. You so know, your goal is to get them to the next level. My goal is to get them to the next level. So, like be as hard as I can on them, but also show them that I love them, I care about them, and I got their back no matter what, on and off the court. And I feel like Coach Cal, I don't know him personally, so I'm sitting here talking like I know him, but yeah. like the way like he, he still has relationships with his guys, right. he has their best interests at heart as far as like, if you're a pro, go be a pro. Now, right. if you need another year, come on back, like do this, do that. We'll fully accept you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have no problem with that. We exactly. So, open arms. <laughs> so just that that skill development, like how much they, how much better they get in that year there, in Kentucky, like, um, and then that model of having to just do it for a year. Um, but like I said, it's just it's so different, like with the different teams. Like when I coach my middle schoolers, or I'm doing skill development or something, it's similar to Phil. I mean, just teaching, yeah, teaching. Right. Like, you can put out cones and do this and that. And like, I still do some of that stuff too, but it's like, why am I doing it? Right. You know, like trying to explain like what situation you use this in mm -hmm. and, and make you like think because mm -hmm. your mind, like Phil always told me like your mind is your number one weapon. Um, and, and it's by far your number one weapon. That's why I think trash talking is like, like the what? best skill. Yeah. <laughs> if you can master like, it, yeah. If you can like yeah. really penetrate somebody yeah. mental, it's over with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
No, not the not the not the years. The, the players. players, like yeah. when they were in high school, like not, when they played, or like right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, like how they turned out, or how they was like the best three recruits, the best three performances. I would say I would say top three, top three. Matter of fact, see, that's the you. That's the I want five. I want five. I got now, you. I want three because I want two. I want them other two to be mad. I want everybody else to be right. mad. Give me, give me top. Give me top three when they were when they were at when they yeah, were when, at, when they was yeah. at Jobs number plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Harry Jobs was the number one player in the country at the time. Um, I didn't recruit him. That was when Kevin Graves was doing it. Um, me and Harry, I mean, we graduated the same year, 2016, because right. I reclassed. But Harry Giles, um, Dennis Smith. Okay. That was that was going to be my top three. And Dennis Smith, yeah, he was in high school. He was just insane. A dog. Um, Don't he, tell. I got a good story about You ain't heard that one either. I'm going to tell you that. Um, <laughs> I probably, there's guys ranked higher than him at the time, but Kobe White in high school was incredible. Okay. Yeah, Kobe White in high school was incredible. I mean, he's still uh, McDonald's all American. What was that? Two is it? Two thousand point score? Three thousand. He's an all time leading scorer in yeah. North Carolina basketball history. Yeah, like that. Not serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Serious. yeah. Like that. Yeah. So I mean, we had a few guys that maybe panned out a little bit better here and there as far as being pros, but in high school, like those three guys are incredible. Let me tell you this story about Dennis though. Yeah. So we played. I played for Dougie. For those who don't know, Hendon Hooker. Josh Hopkins. Yeah. Aaron Long Live. Mm. Breon. Yeah. Mac McCain. Y'all had a mob, goodness. We did. Yeah, they had a mob. Yeah. <laughs> they had a mob. Yeah, oh, I'm trying good. to think who else was on that team. Was Simeon on that team? I don't know if he was. Simeon, I, think Sim, I think Sim guy was on that team, bro. At that time, though? I don't know. They stopped playing basketball at some point, right? Or That's they, what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. I, I don't remember him being on the court during this game, though. Yeah. I definitely played with him. But... It was MLK invitation. We played Dennis. Oh man! They had a young Joey. I said, he's he he was jump ball. Yeah. I said, Joe, I, I ain't know his name. I said, how old are you, bro? I said, man, I'm in the eighth grade. I said, eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what we doing out here with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we played Dennis. Dennis is playing the crowd. He's not worried about us, like. Yeah. He's not worried about us. Like I think Harry was in the stands. That Harry was in the stands. I think that he was playing to Harry. Yeah. Somebody was talking trash, and it probably was Sam Hunt. <laughs> he was gassing them, like turning them up, like yeah. you trash, you <laughs> trash. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, we trying to win a game. Like, yeah. Every time he got the ball and he scored, he looked at them. He wasn't yeah. worried about us. Like, yeah. He gave us 27, 28. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. Right. Like, not even trying though. Yeah. That's what I knew it was different. Like, like lack of day, like just play with you a little bit. Like, yeah, like, yeah. bro, I really like that, but not really talking to us. Yeah. Check. So halftime, we're probably down like seven, nine. We like, yeah, we feeling good. Like, yeah. we're supposed to be a top guy. Like, yeah. we in there, you know what I'm saying? I coach, I'm not going to say his name, because, I mean, he, he was kind of right. Coach Seagraves, bro, he said at halftime, he said, we gotta be, we gotta be chill. We gotta be cool. We ain't gotta rush everything. We gotta be cool. We gotta be smooth like Dennis. If you look at Dennis, he's so smooth. He's so cool. I said, yo, no way. I sh- Are you serious? 
Bro, I promise you, bro. But, like, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, we probably should have been like this. But, like, in the middle in of the day, 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 you know what I'm saying? That just killed our momentum right there. We ended up losing by, like, 11, but, like, he wasn't even trying. That's, so, the, I mean, that's, the, the, that's the, the video where Dennis is jumping from the free yeah. throw line at USCG. Oh, that was that game? Yeah, it was that game. Oh, wow. What's that game? We had the good uniforms with the... We had the baggy shorts, though, but... He was jumping from the free throw. Yeah. Yeah, off two feet. <laughs> oh man. So like that's crazy. So like so like Jake, what you like what you like what's the what's the best thing what's the best thing about like running Josh Level? Um I mean I know I know you get to, you know what I'm saying, meet all the top guys and you yeah. know you got coaches in the building. I think I, maybe this might have been a Dudley game. It might—I don't know. Mm. But it was—it was—it was Coach uh, Coach Roy in the building. I think he was watching. He might have been was watching. He was at that Dennis game. Oh wow, that's crazy. But he might have been watching uh, Josh Little Classic. But it's, 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 so, it's so much stuff that just goes into you know what I'm saying yeah. making Josh Level Classic and then Josh Level Classic. You know what I'm saying just for the city. So like, what what, what makes you most most joyful about you know what I'm saying running Josh Level? I think uh, you just said it like it's for the city. You know what I mean? Like I'm very Greensboro. Like y'all, like I used to be all over the place in Greensboro. Like run, running around with Junior, y'all call, I call him yeah. Allen. Yeah. Um, like playing at New Light, like being at the downtown wall all the time. Every day, like you I live find like, Jake at your local YMCA. I'm telling you, like I'm I'm very very Greensboro. So yeah. like the city means a lot to me. So being able to bring something that's like, in my opinion, national. Like you got yeah. shoot 15 nationally ranked guys. Like right. that's national to me. Um, like national media exposure, this and that, like being able to bring something national to the city, like that means a lot to me. Um, sure. Like it's not like Greensboro is a small town or anything like that. Like it's a good sized city, but it's not like Charlotte or New York yeah. or anything like that. You wouldn't expect it from yeah, you wouldn't expect it from Greensboro. And people have asked us, will we move the Josh Level Classic? And I say no every single time. That's dope. I say yeah. no every single time. That's um, dope. Shut up. What, Jake? No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah that's, I mean, I want it to be for the city. And then on top of that, being able to create, uh, keep Josh's legacy alive. Right. That's yeah. really important for me because, um, I mean, I wasn't one of Josh's best friends or anything like that, like the other guys on the board or a family member. But I looked up to Josh, just being honest. I was two years younger than him. Um, like, you know, when you're like eighth, ninth grade, like you got a high major guy that shows you love, that works out with you, that gives you pointers. Like, shoot, right. that went a long way for me. You know right. what I'm saying? Cool. Um, just a genuine love and you know respect he showed me meant a lot. So being able to keep his legacy alive and then being able to raise money for the community, for the charity, for Smile for Josh Foundation, like that's that's yeah, a huge man. part yeah. of what I want to do and be able to besides bring the game to the city, but do different events and different initiatives. Even when there's a Josh Level Classic one time a year, I want to do events two, three, four, five, six times a year. Um, hopefully at the same size as Josh Level Classic throughout the year. Um, right. That's that's will be a, a good goal for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Let's move it to action on being on the court. I got this theory, right? Yeah, let me hear. It's, it's some coaching. I think, okay, you got your guard. I think every championship team has that versatile stretch four. Mm. Like LeBron, of course, Giannis. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, he's not versatile, but he's, he's still that go-getter. They have hey, he's versatile defensively. He guard yeah, guard like. So just versatile that you can do a whole bunch of things. Right, not the traditional four yeah. as far as, like, another big. But, like, how you feel about that? Like, if if you could build your team, how you building your team? I think the versatile four, besides maybe the point guard, is the most important part of the um, team. 
I mean, somebody that. So I'm crazy. No, you're you not. You want somebody that has some solid size that can move. Um, and so if he's got a bigger guy, if you're playing a team with two bigs, he can take that big out, attack him off the dribble, right. make a quick three if they close out slow, because a lot of bigs don't want to guard the perimeter. So if right. you have four that's, can, that's a stretch for it, you're going to have to pull that other big out. You know what I'm saying? And then if you look at it the other way, like versatility, you can switch more ball screens, which is a little bit easier to guard yeah. um, and kind of space teams out more. So I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good. You're right. <laughs> you just make a sort of. Yeah, you're right. You just had to make sure. You just I, 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 see. Josh just want to ask questions because just, I, to, just to just to want to get a reaction out of folks. No, not no reaction. I I wanted his opinion, bro. That's yeah. Answer, bro. <laughs> From a coach. From a coach. You know From what a coach. <laughs> what we talking about? Yeah. So that's a part of your formula. If you was to build your dream like team, team. Yeah. yeah, I would probably want. Um, Matter of fact, what's your perfect team? Any player all time history? Like NBA players? Any, play, any, any player. player. <sighs> wow, that's a crazy question. Uh, let me think about that. Um, point guard, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can respect that. It's like, bro, I'm a, I've been a Kobe fan my whole life, but it's like, could Kobe and MJ play together? Like, you think so? Like, I don't know. No. I'll, I'll have KD in there. Okay. Um, shoot, my five man. Mm, my five man would maybe be like Akeem Olajuwon. I like skill bigs. Okay. I can run. Still block shots. Like you got to have a rim protector. So KD, Akeem, Steph. That two three spot is hard because obviously you got Bron. Um, but you want the shooting. I need shooting. I shoot a lot of threes. I shoot a lot of threes. I'm either gonna have Kobe or MJ. Man, picking between those like. I'm gonna pick Kobe because Kobe was my era. So I'm gonna pick Kobe. That three spot, I think I think Kobe and LeBron could play together better than Kobe and MJ. So you go Kawhi. He's he's a good defender. Mm. But he got that skill. But I mean, he don't want too much dominance. offense, but like Kobe can play D though. Defender. I, I'm cool with my five. Kobe. I mean, uh, Steph, Kobe, LeBron, KD, Hakeem Olajuwon. That's my five. Who's running the team though? Is Steph really your two, or is Le- and LeBron is shoot, really your one? Shoot, any of them get it and push. Okay, they can all get it and push. I'll have Steph bring it down, and then like with all that space you have from Steph, shoot, Kobe in the mid range, like KD's gonna play, do a little bit of everything. LeBron can touch the paint, and if you need a, a post up, Akeem's got all the little dream shakes and all that. So. I like it. Yeah, so I, a lot of people wouldn't say Akeem. That, that's my sleeper pick. Everybody, would, a lot of people would say the other four. Hmm. Oh, uh, eh, I don't. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like Elijah. Maybe it's just because the game has evolved so much. You don't want like a true five. Like, but I, don't, I don't know. I like because, how rim protectors are. Because because like you look at you look at somebody like the Bucks. The mm. Bucks play Brook Lopez and they play Giannis. Yeah, which and Portis and, and Portis like those aren't traditional fives. Yeah, those are like. Like Giannis is kind of like a juggernaut, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can use him wherever you want to use him, whatever. Then you got Bobby Portis and you got like Lopez. And it's like mm. Lopez isn't a legit five because he can shoot the ball. Yeah. So is Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis can shoot the ball. But it's just like I feel like to in today's NBA, I don't know how well like how well, like the older bigs, you know what I'm saying, like the Elijah ones. I mean, even even with like somebody like 
I mean, I don't, Charles Barkley didn't necessarily. I guess he could call him a big, yeah. but he was undersized. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Shaq would dominate because of his size, but I think a lot of the times, yeah. like they'd be outrunning them because they're yeah. so they don't. Oh, you yeah. don't play the traditional oh. back to the basket game anymore. Yeah. Now, Akeem is Nigerian. Nigerians run. I will say Nigerians run now. Some of my best friends, so OC, Canal, Smart, she there. For so, sure. So, Kylie, yeah. man. A few more questions for yeah, you. Yeah, let's man. get to it. And it was John Moran. Good gracious. That's like a hot question right now, too. I, I've, been, I've been seeing that on Twitter and Instagram stuff. Come on, man. Y'all know who to go with, Right now, John Moran. You know who to go with, man. John Moran right now. You know who to go with, man. Yeah. John Moran right now. Yeah. They didn't beat the Warriors last night. He had, what, 45 or something like that? 47. 47, yeah. yeah. You know who to go with. Beat Ant-Man last series. So right now, he got the Abraham for sure. That's no disrespect to Ant-Man. Ant-Man is definitely a dog, bro. He's a dog. He's very Atlanta, too, yeah. Michael Jordan, like, they say he looked like like facial structure. They crazy. Yeah. Next question. Traditional PG or like a real dominant, you know, one of them real dominant score first and score only point guards. Is Steph a, like a score nah, only point I, guard? I, I, he's he, not he's not, I, know, I know what you mean. Like, I like traditional PG before that. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes like when I, them like other like the like, score, basically the score that's that has the handle. Yeah, that you have to tell them to pass the ball, or yeah. would you rather? It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to build chemistry like that. If that dude is bringing it down, getting to a ball screen, and chucking it up every time. So, yeah, huh. I go traditional. I'm going with that too. Oh no, I, I, I play. I play personally with with a with a guy in high school, um, Josh Level Classic alum, mm. uh, Quayson Williams. Um, he was good. Quayson was just a, like you feel me. He was a, he was a shoot first PG. He shoot first, but he wasn't dominant to the point. But, like, but I was able to. I was able to. Quayson had to play. Like yeah, know, he, yeah. he knew how to play. So like yeah. So like I feel like that you could have a point guard like that and still. Well, he'd be like my idea, like a shot making point guard. Now somebody that's super ball dominant and like can't do anything unless he's scoring and dribble dribble like. Like somebody that's like can create their own shot and right. shoot. Like okay, I like so, that. Okay, yeah. so I see what you're saying. So it's like middle ground. Yeah, like, yeah, obviously, I, I, yeah, I yeah. yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, and you're in the principal's office, man. You yeah, you just you, man, you, you you taking them to school now. Go ahead. Zone defense, man. Man, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm glad. Have you ever been zone though? How about like do I ever play zone? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Well. I don't like it, I, especially like in AAU, but like my AAU team right now, like it's all international guys that are staying over the summer, need somebody to play AAU with. Like we got, we have bigs and like a lot of these other AAU teams you'll play are like five, like six, one point guards. Like my six, I got a kid that's probably going to go to the NFL. He's six, eight, <laughs> and three, he's six, eight, 360 pounds. Oh yeah. You yeah. can't play man to man with him against no. a six one guard that's yeah. from like two, the two five two or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this paint yeah. test, paint yeah. test, paint yeah. test. Like go ahead and make what you Like like you want to play man like to help him develop. That's how you learn how to play. And you're not gonna play too much zone in college here and there, right. maybe yeah. depending on where you go. But um, I mean, shoot, you can't just do something that don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what yeah, I mean? put him in a bad position. Yeah, put him in like right. just a position that makes no sense where they can't be successful. Right. You know? Coach K or Coach Cal. Man, you should have asked him, Coach K or Coach Roy. I mean, that's a, yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, he gonna say? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Uh, you never know. <laughs> I can't say anything, Duke. So, Coach Cal, can't say anything, Duke. 
Oh, can't say anything, dude. Can't can't say anything, dude, man. Guess against the family. I mean, I get to go against the family, but at the end of the day, Coach K is a great coach. Coach K is a great coach. Like great coach. Um, and I think a lot of people don't don't you know what I'm saying? Respect. I ain't gonna say respect it, but a lot of people don't kind of like like they're so into the Carolina Duke beef. It's yeah. like you don't ever. It's kind of like they MJ, don't appreciate it's it. kind of like 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 the MJ and the uh in in the broad beef. Yeah, it's like. Appreciate the greatness. You know, yeah, like, yeah, appreciate the greatness, man. Yeah. Before it's gone, you feel me? So, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Both. Well, both yeah. Ladies, both Jay, Coach yeah. Roy. They both, they yeah. both, they both can't Cancun, they can't yeah. Cancun with LeBron right now. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. Okay. Yeah. This is the last question. We yeah. get this last question, man. All the kids on our podcast, man. Yeah. We let our guests choose a potential Maybe next attendee guest. Yeah. So you got a name for me? I think 27, 28 years old. Um, works with me on the Smile for Josh Foundation. He was much more involved the past few years that we did it, but now that he's an agent, kind of took a step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's super Greensboro like, like us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he cares. Um, you know, for super, the city. Yeah. yeah, for the city. Super educated, super smart. Um, handles, handles himself in the right way. Um, so Reggie Perkins, for sure, he's somebody that I think um, like he's going to be one of the best agents in the NBA. Like he's somebody that I have a lot of respect for and appreciate his work ethic as well. Because shoot, he had to ground to get where he's at right now. Just find a way, make a way. And I learned a lot of like my I not want to say mentality, but my strategy how to make stuff happen from him. Right. So I appreciate right. him a lot. Man, we appreciate that, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. So, um, well, we appreciate you. You know, what I'm saying coming on the show again, mm. Jake. You feel me? Um, appreciate you. What you what you doing for the community? Mm. Um, keep on doing it, dog. I mean, the sky's the limit. Obviously, yeah. Real inspiration. Um, no, not for real. Cause like, I mean, like I said, you know, what I'm saying Jake got one of the hardest. You know, what I'm saying work ethics that I know, and mm. it's been that way. You feel me? And you can see that. it translate into his work. So, y'all make sure y'all. You feel me? Tap in with Jake. And hey, man. Y'all tap in with these guys, man. What they have going on here is it has a lot of potential, man. Like, I was just telling, like, before I got here, like, I watched the interviews before. And um, how much better y'all have gotten already, the questions y'all ask, and just, like, the way the conversation flows. You know what I mean? So whatever y'all need from me, let me know. Whether that's helping get a guest, whether that's promoting something. Like, you know, y'all y'all have my stamp. Like, we, we grew up together. You know what I mean? And sure. I respect what y'all have, the time, the effort. Um, I, like you said, y'all like prep for the interviews and stuff like that. That, mm-hmm. that goes a long way for me. Like showing that y'all are serious. Like y'all gonna have this whole setup. Like it looks great in here, man. Like y'all investing in yourselves, and sure. I can respect that and appreciate that. So um, I'm proud of y'all, man. Let's, let's right, keep going. Man. Let's keep grinding. Let's sure. keep making stuff happen. Appreciate. Well, again, Jay, we appreciate you coming on the show. Let us sure. know when the Josh Level Classic is Saturday, May 21st at Dudley High School. Uh, Doors open at 4.30. Come see the show. See some of the best high school basketball players in the country. For sure. For sure. Well, again, this is an episode of Kids Don't Die Podcast. I'm Big Bruv. I'm by Josh Brunson. Jake Honeycutt. And we out. And we out of here.